Hey, what is up? It is November. I can't believe it. I hope that you're doing well. I hope that you had a good Halloween. Hope it was all treats, no tricks, maybe not too many treats, especially for the little ones. Um, But I figured that today and right now would be the perfect time to include another replay because you know what? Sometimes I just... I shock myself and these things that I come up with, I need to listen and re-listen and really remind myself that it's okay, you know, and this episode, it is a replay, but as I was going back to it, I was like, geez, I need to take my own advice here. And so that's why I'm sharing it again with you. We're talking about how we can cut ourselves some slack. And I think that at this time of year, we all need this reminder and you're going to need to listen to this again. You maybe want to take some notes or jot some things down in your phone. And you're definitely going to want to share it with at least one friend, someone who should be giving themselves that grace as well. Someone who's doing so much for others like you are and someone who needs to hear this message. So what this, uh, what this episode is all about is me sharing an experience that I had a little over a year ago and how it made me think and what I did to turn things around. And just a heads up, there are some expletives in this episode. It's the SH word. So if there are young ears around you, it's definitely an earmuff type of episode, nothing too crazy though. So, um, along with the SH. We're also talking about some tools and I have seven suggestions, seven things that you can do to remember that when things go sideways or when you're feeling like a bad mom, bad wife, colleague, friend, boss, etc., that it's going to be okay, that things always work out. And when you are doing things for yourself and remembering these seven tools You're going to be able to feel so much better so that you can show up for yourself and for those who need you in such a better way. So I hope you enjoy this replay. And if you do, please, please let me know. You can send me a DM on Instagram at Andreana G, or there is an email address in the notes for this podcast episode. So please have a listen and enjoy. Hey. I'm Andriana Gonko, and this is the Juggle is Real podcast. As I share my ongoing journey from experiencing burnout to leading a more mindful and intentional life with better balance, I hope you feel seen, that you realize your worth, lighten your load, and prioritize your own needs. As we hear from leading experts and well-known faces in the wellness, entrepreneurship, education, and motherhood space, I hope you gain insights, proven practices, and learn actionable tools to help you enjoy the juggle of work, family, and everything in between with a little less stress and a lot more ease, joy, and fun. Most of all, I hope you find what you need to simplify, streamline, and supercharge your own journey of better balance and self-love. Are you with me? Let's get started. This episode of The Juggle is Real is sponsored by Gladiator Canada. 
What's really come in handy for our busy family this season is making the most of the space we have as we leave the house for school, for work, and those extracurriculars. This means that we are really taking advantage of our garage space. And we've turned to the Gladiator brand to help us rethink our storage systems. I love that their products are versatile, durable, and functional. Plus, they are tested under extreme conditions so they can stand up to the Canadian climate and life with boys. Here are three things that we are doing. Number one, we're making the most of our garage space. We have two boys in hockey and my husband is a coach, so I've set up the golf gear track pack from Gladiator for hockey sticks, pucks, skates, and gear. Storing these items in a place that is accessible for my boys to grab on their own saves me from having to find them. The golf gear track pack is set up to hold two golf bags in a top caddy, plus to store items in a bottom shelf. It's also perfect for sleds, snowboards, boots, and shovels. Number two, we are using storage space to save time. This means storing go-to items in the garage to allow for easy access and grabbing items on the go. The beverage cooler from Gladiator is where we store those last minute drinks for when we're heading out the door. And I've also been filling the kids' water bottles and packing their lunches in advance to store them in the cooler so they're easy to grab in the morning as we dash out the door. It has tempered glass and can hold up to 154 12-ounce cans. And number three, we are stocking up on everyday items in bulk. Since our garage didn't have much enclosed storage, we've added the full-door wall gearbox with adjustable shelves from Gladiator to store school snacks, paper towels, and all the items we consume daily so they're close by but neatly tucked away. It holds up to 150 pounds so we know that we can store what we need, and if I see a good price on non-perishable items, I have room to stock up. For more on storing smarter this season, be sure to check out the wide range of functional and organizational products from the Gladiator brand. Visit gladiatorgarageworks.ca. That's gladiatorgarageworks.ca. Now let's get back to the show. I am getting right to the point. It is about time for us to all cut ourselves some friggin' slack. I am going to be sharing what recently happened in my life that kind of un- got me unhinged, got me derailed, if you will. And you know what? It happens. Life happens. And excuse me when I say this, shit happens. And sometimes shit hits the fan. And what do we have? We have the ability to decide how we are going to respond when said shit hits that fan. So this episode is dedicated to when things happen, what we can do to come back to ourselves and remember how friggin' amazing we are and what we can do to feel amazing again. And I don't swear often, but sometimes you need a good curse word just to make your point. And yes, I used the analogy that sometimes shit hits the fan, we get a bit derailed, but we can choose how we want to respond. Sometimes we're going to react. Sometimes things are not going to go our way. But when we can remember, and give ourselves a little bit of grace, we can come back to that feeling of knowing that everything is going to be okay because it is 100% always true that everything will always work out. 
in the end, everything's going to work out. We might not see it in the moment. We might not know for a really long time, but one day we will look back and we will be able to be grateful for whatever has happened because it led to something better happening, to lessons being learned, or to simply us having that better awareness. So I'm going to share something that just happened to me in my life where I will be honest, I made a mistake. I, there was a big oopsie that happened and, um, I, I had to come back from, from feeling like a total piece of shit essentially. So let's just talk about it right away. Uh, so yesterday morning I woke up, I was feeling great. I woke up before my alarm actually. And, and, you know, if you've been listening, I like to wake up early. I like to get started with uh, my hot cup of coffee, my journaling practice. And I listened to a coaching call with my, my coach and mentor. And so that was all great. That was all fine and dandy. And, uh, during the morning routine with the boys, um, Ryan leaves early in the morning. So it's just me and my three kids, um, for the before school routine, breakfast routine, get them up and out the door. And I spend my mornings usually with my little guy, Zach, and, I'm not sure why, I'm not sure how it happened, but somehow I managed to give the medication that I give to my oldest son to my toddler. Okay. So my oldest is almost eight years old. My youngest is a year and a half. So I was, I guess, preoccupied. I was juggling right? I was making breakfast, making lunches, getting things ready for the day. And I accidentally gave my son, my youngest, the medication that I was supposed to give my oldest. So I did freak out a little bit. I didn't know what the repercussions were going to be. Called my husband right away. I went to my friend Google and I started Googling, um, you know, what, what that, what I should be doing. But I really and truly initially felt just derailed. I was shocked. I was angry at myself. I was sad. I was worried. I felt guilty. Essentially, I was in a glass case of emotion. If you watched Anchorman, you might get that one. But seriously, I was not my best self after that realization. And while all of this was happening and running through my head and these feelings were coursing through my veins, I still had to a, get my oldest, his medication that I gave to my toddler. I also had to get the older two to school. I had to take care of my youngest. I had to make sure that what, what was happening, that he was going to be okay. And then I had to get on with my day, right? Like we, I couldn't just sit there and, and be a puddle. We had to keep moving. Things had to happen within the day. And we've all been there, you know, things happen, mistakes are made. And in that moment of realization, I had that ability to decide how it was going to impact us. So I was honest in telling my other kids. I was honest in sharing that with my husband. We had a chance to speak to a doctor and in the end, my, my son was okay. We had a tough day yesterday. Thankfully, you know, we didn't have to go to the hospital or there was no like medical intervention that had to happen, but he 
he didn't have a great day yesterday. And in order to be there for him and to help him through what he was going through, I really had to be okay with myself. Um, so what I want to do with this episode is share how I turn things around and help myself with, with that situation. But I also want to share some ways that you can apply this to your own life when things will inevitably happen, when, you know, things at work go awry, when things with your family are not what you want them to be, when tragedy occurs, when things happen, when shit hits the fan, I want you to be equipped with these tools so that you don't have to be in that glass case of emotion. You can recognize and you can turn it around. You can get back on track, um, acknowledging and, and being your best self. So let's, let's go through this. I, I've put down a list of, of seven things that we can do, things that will help us when, when, you know, shit inevitably happens. The first thing I think we can do, um, number one is really acknowledge, acknowledge what has happened, acknowledge the situation. Uh, sometimes when we try to pretend that things aren't the way they are, it can lead to, um, you know, things spiraling out of control. So acknowledging it and acknowledging how we're feeling. I mean, I, I'm not saying that in in this situation where uh, this mistake happened with with our little guy, I'm not saying that I I should have just immediately been like, woohoo, everything's cool. You know, let's let's have a let's have a great day. I think we have to acknowledge how we're feeling, acknowledge our fears, or acknowledge if any judgments are coming up. Listen with that that ear of love and logic. So if someone that you loved was telling you what happened, if your best friend called you and told you, I just gave my toddler my eight-year-old's medication or whatever that thing is, whatever that, that derailment situation is, if a loved one was telling you this, how would you be listening and how would you acknowledge what was happening? So I think this is where that self-love really serves us in the moment because we can really, uh, you know, just, just be like, okay, this is the situation. This is what is happening. And I feel sad. I feel scared. I feel worried. Whatever is coming up, acknowledge what is happening. And also give yourself that love, give yourself that sort of self hug, knowing that what is happening will be okay. So pretend like you're listening to someone that you love and they are telling this to you and be able to acknowledge what is happening. Um, another thing that we can do in these times in stressful situations when we are, you know, things are going off the rails. I think that often we sometimes, and, and this is the case, has been the case for me, is that I just like dive right into it. Something bad is happening and I have to tell everyone I know, or I have to wallow in self-pity, or I have to, you know, make it known that I am in this glass case of emotion, essentially. So things that we can be doing when this happens instead is, is really, you know, instead of 
you know, turning to every single person I knew and, you know, my group chats and, and posting it all over social media, I really had to be mindful in the moment. And of course I called my husband because I am responsible to, to tell him uh, what is happening and also uh, a medical practitioner to ensure that the steps we're taking are the proper steps. But aside from that, I wasn't running out, calling, texting, messaging everyone I knew to get every single person's opinion or to, you know, wallow in that self-pity of I am the worst mom ever. How could I have done this to my sweet little toddler? So I wasn't doing that. I was also very conscious about the actions that I was taking throughout the day. Was I doing things out of that, that guilt, that worry, that fear or was I making decisions based on turning it around and how I wanted things to be, how I wanted to feel so that I could show up for Zach in a way that would best serve him? So some things that we can do sometimes when, when we think that, you know, the situation is beyond our control, sometimes it's really easy to turn to things like junk food or that glass of wine, or, you know, sometimes if it's an external circumstance, you know, lockdowns. Um, strikes happening, school situations. And, you know, this is, you know, this is all very um, prevalent in today's society. You know, we can get on the social media bandwagon, we can hit the news, and we can get into that negative or those fear-based conversations with others. That's not serving us. That's not helping us in the moment. And speculating or going through those, those conversations isn't going to allow us to step out of the situation and find the solution or find a, a better feeling to allow us to serve those around us and serve ourselves. So if we can limit the consumption of, you know, those foods that don't make us feel great in the end, the alcohol, the news cycle, the social media scrolling that is not productive, this is really where we can create that buffer, that space that we will need to help us with our own personal energy so that we can find the space to return to ourselves. Okay. So that would be the, the second thing that I would say, um, you know, when things happen, this is what we can, what we can re recognize and remember. Um, the third thing that I think is great to come back to when we're in a situation that we don't want to be in or when things happen that are, are beyond our control or when we make mistakes is to, to try to just be clear in the moment. So beyond what is happening at the time, beyond the situation, beyond the external circumstance, what truly matters? So what what are our values? What are those core beliefs that we can come back to, that we can turn to? And this is where sometimes having a journal or a list of affirmations or a vision board can really help us to, to, to have that place to come back to, that space, or to, to, to have a safe area that we can remember all that's most important so that we can refocus and maybe we can spend some time or spend some energy in these areas. So things that we value perhaps might be our family, um, specific places in our home, uh, certain activities, trying to turn to those versus those negative areas. So being clear with what truly matters and, and looking to try to find pockets of that. So 
you know, instead of, um, you know, freaking out in the moment, having those moments of, of mindfulness, giving big hugs to my kids, having a conversation with my husband, not to try to feel worse about myself, but how to, you know, come around and also leaning on supports to know that I did need some time to myself yesterday in order to be able to show up for my son. I did need to take a few moments just for me, um, just to lie down, to listen to a guided meditation, to stretch my body a little bit. I think I took about 20 minutes, but coming back to those values, coming back to those core beliefs is what allowed me to come out of that feeling of I'm a bad mom, right? So being clear with what truly matters is going to help you in those moments, in the circumstances, in those situations. So that's number three, the the third thing that I feel like we all need in our toolbox. The fourth one, um, I mean, this, this is something that's helpful for me. I think, you know, the research shows and there is scientific proof that being in nature, being outside is beneficial to us all the time. You know, it doesn't have to be just in, in the crappy moments. Being in nature, though, sometimes helps us to remember that there is so much to be grateful for. And having, you know, being around trees, perhaps like a little bit of forest bathing, or just paying attention to our surroundings can help pick us out and pick us up and out of how we're feeling. So taking a walk in nature, mindfully listening to what's happening around us, you know, so are there birds chirping? Are there kids playing at a park? Are there, you know, the wind whistling through the trees? What can we hear? What can we see? Are there certain colors in the sky? Are the clouds in a cool formation? Uh, You know, are there, you know, leaves that are changing that are particularly nice? Um, What is around us that we can notice? And then actually having that tactile experience can also bring us out when we're really just in our head and feeling, um, you know, those negative feelings. So like go on and touch a tree, like hug a tree if you have to, but like seriously pick up something, a stone, a rock, uh, you know, if you're in a park, having that tactile experience and knowing that you are surrounded by so much and you are supported in so many ways, even if, you know, you don't have that ability to be out walking, perhaps just this, the chair that you're sitting in, looking out the window, opening up a window, having a little bit of fresh air, getting yourself out of your head essentially is, is tip number four. And so we can stop and we can be, pay attention to what's happening and, and just have that, that perspective of gratitude. Even when things seem like they are all doom and gloom, you just got the news that your kids are going to be home. Virtual school is back. This is not something you were expecting. A situation is beyond your control what can we still pause and feel grateful for in those moments? Okay. Tip number five, let's keep going here. We have a few more and and these are, you know, these are easy and these are things that we can be doing um, that, you know, don't take a lot of time, don't cost a lot of money. Tip number five, something that we can be doing when, you know, to, to give ourselves some grace, to cut ourselves some slack 
is really what we can call accessing appreciative intelligence. And I'll say that again, accessing appreciative intelligence. And what does that mean? It means asking ourselves some questions that are going to allow us to find that better space to do what it, what it, what it takes to get beyond it. So we can look in the moment, like what is working? What can I do right now? What is currently available to me? What do I know that is true? You know, not speculating, not going off the rails in, in gossip land or coming up with all these different scenarios. What is true in the moment? What can I do right now that will support me and support those around me? And what do I know will help during a difficult time? What is in my current control and what positive changes can come out of these challenging times? So we're asking, we can ask ourselves these questions. And sometimes in the moment we are just struck and it's like we've hit a wall. And in that moment, we, we uh, don't have the ability to, to, to see what's on the other side of it. So sometimes we can ask ourselves these questions to help bring us back to the space where we can access that appreciative intelligence. So what is working? What can I do right now? What do I know that is currently true about the situation? And what do I know about myself that will be supportive of me and others during a difficult time? What do I have control of in the moment? And if you can think that far, what positive changes can come out from these challenging times? Okay, is there a silver lining? Tip number six as we go on through our list is reaching out. Sometimes the best way to help ourselves is to be able to help others. So if your situation requires support, can you reach out to someone and ask for help? If your situation is something that is done and gone and you're sitting with yourself, can you do something to help someone else? Can you reach out and serve someone who perhaps is in a less fortunate space than you're in? Can you do something to give back? Can you do something to pay it forward to someone else? So in this space that you're in, can you ask for help or can you offer help? Okay, so sometimes the the best way to get out of that space that we're in to to help us is to be supported by perhaps delegating tasks, by reaching out and asking for help, by um, removing things from our plate. And sometimes reaching out and helping others, asking if we can lend a hand to someone else donating if we can, volunteering if we can, that's going to bring us to a different different space where we can get clear on what's important, where we can find some space in order to get to that place for us mentally and physically. Okay. And then this is something that, you know, I talk about a lot, something that's helpful for me. And I truly feel that um, you know, regardless of the the name or the label that you put on it can be really helpful to turn things around in your own life when when things happen that you don't want to happen. And that is what I call journaling. You can call it 
you know, jotting down notes. You can, if you don't like writing, you can talk into your phone. Um, but really it is getting that information out of our head and somewhere else. Um, so it can be very powerful, such a powerful tool. And it can be applied in some of these areas that we're talking about as well. So we're talking about acknowledging our fears and our judgments. Sometimes the best way to acknowledge it is to write it out. The current situation is, this is how I'm thinking. This is how I'm feeling. And, and you know, we don't have to put rules to it. You don't have to do it for a certain amount of time. You don't have to write out so many pages or fill out, you know, so many bullet points. But what is on your mind and what will help you when you release it. Okay, so in this situation for me, in the example that I gave earlier, for me, it was really about taking the learnings from the situation, figuring out what lessons it served up for me. So are there things that I I know now that I didn't before, or what did the situation bring light to? And these are some questions that you can ask yourself that you can write about, you know, so what lessons did you learn? Are there things that you now know that you didn't before this happened to you? Um, did it bring to light anything that has to change in your life? Can you make things easier by implementing different things? Can you remove something from your plate? Can you ask for support? Are there things that you can be doing to rectify the situation or to make things easier on yourself? So for me in this situation, taking the learnings from this mistake was really showing me that I, I, I need to revisit my focus in the mornings. And I might have to remove some things that might inadvertently be stealing my attention. And so my mindfulness practice is ever evolving. And so there might be some tweaks that I will be making now in the morning routine to ensure that I'm being very cautious and very careful when I am giving medication to my kids or just that 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 one block of time that is very busy in the mornings where a lot has to be happening trying to take things out of that time zone so that I can be more cautious more mindful and really more present during that time so you can think about it, you can journal, you can talk about it, um, spend some some time just thinking about it. I think that, you know, in wrapping up and in 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 just you know final thoughts as we as we come to a close for this episode, I know that we've all been there. We've all been in some situations that we didn't want to be in. And oftentimes, you know, we can really be hard on ourselves. And in the moment, we can feel it on such a deep level that it it almost feels like we're not going to get past it. And in these moments, we can think back to these tools that we have, these mindset uh, abilities and the decisions that we can make to know that everything truly is going to be okay and we are going to come out of it stronger, better, equipped, more resilient, perhaps even happier. Sometimes the shitty things have to happen in order for positive change to occur. So with that, I will leave you to cutting yourself some slack and I will ask you this 
And even if, you know, you haven't made a careless error lately, or even if you're not in that space or that mind frame of like, oh shit, what can you do today to give yourself a break? Where can you give yourself some grace? Where can you cut yourself some slack in order to make it feel easier and lighter and just come to a place where you feel better overall? Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, if you think that someone else could benefit from listening to it, please rate this episode, write a review, share it with a friend, share it to social media, take that screen grab, tag me, I would love to see. And perhaps, you know, send me a DM. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is Andriana G. That's A-N-D-R-Y-A-N-N-A-G. You can also find some more resources in the show notes for this podcast episode. If you want to take action, if you want to, you know, make a difference and make yourself feel better overall until the next time, cut yourself some slack and take good care.